and welcome to GTR Trade Insights. My name is Shannon Manders and I'm GTR's Editorial Director. Now this year, City has been working with GTR on a series of articles that explore the practicalities for companies wanting to set up in and engage in cross-border trade with high-growth complex markets around the world. In this podcast series, we speak to the experts behind those articles to get a sense of what they're seeing on the ground. In today's episode, our attention turns to the UAE, which, as we know, is a well-established center of business opportunity. We have three guests from City's Treasury and Trade Solutions team to discuss the UAE market with us. Um, so joining us for the discussion are uh, Yusuf Ali Khan, Trade Head for Middle East, North Africa and Pakistan, Mohamed Zubair, UAE and Iraq Trade Head, and Yali Wang, a China-UAE corridor transactor. Welcome to you all. Thank you, Shannon, and a pleasure to speak to you and everyone today. Now, Yusuf, what was behind the decision to focus on the UAE for this next installment in City's content series with GTR? What are you seeing now in terms of economic and trade recovery as the country starts to emerge from the pandemic? Thank you, Shannon. So clearly, when you look at the uh, situational positioning of the UAE, it really acts as as, as a doorway uh, connecting uh, you know major continents, uh, Asia into Africa, Africa into Asia, um, Asia into Europe. Um, and 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 so on and so forth. So, um, so that clearly, you know, uh, represents a significant and a sizable opportunity. Uh, at the same time, uh, the UAE has done a phenomenal job in terms of the uh, their response or the government's response to the pandemic, uh, starting with you know the very high uh, rate of of uh, inoculation. Uh, against the pandemic that that the population now has. Uh, And when the pandemic did start, uh, the government outlaid a very clear plan in terms of the financial stimulus that it will be providing uh, to a whole host of sectors, including the public sector, including the SMEs, which form the very backbone of the UAE. Uh, And so what we've seen is that through the stimulus, as well as through the high degree of uh, inoculations, uh, various sectors in the economy have have opened up um, and the rate of economic growth has picked up uh, far sooner than perhaps a lot of the other countries, uh, not just in the region, but, but globally as well. Zubair, bringing you into the conversation now, what are some of the recent developments including these various government initiatives that Yusuf has alluded to, that make the UAE a compelling market in which to do business? So uh, clearly, as uh, Yusuf mentioned, that uh, the response from UAE government post the pandemic was uh, quite swift. And some of the um, key initiatives that they've undertaken uh, included uh, basically support for the small and medium-term enterprises in the country which meant that obviously there were a lot of relaxation that was 
given by the UAE Central Bank to the banks in the country, which basically further extended the same relaxation to the corporates, uh, which needed the support the most. Uh, apart from that, the government also made the initiative whereby they have relaxed the requirement of doing business onshore. And what, what I mean by onshore is that we do have a segregation between doing business in offshore entities in UAE and onshore. So in onshore, historically, we've always needed a local partner, which meant that the global corporates that needed to do business in onshore uh, locations needed a partner in, in UAE. Now that requirement has been taken away and the global corporates can, can basically come in and establish their businesses without seeking for a local support or a local partner. So that will trigger obviously um, an economic activity and that will bring in um, further foreign direct investment into the country. Third key initiative that the country has take, undertaken is basically related to uh, the amount of um, vaccinations that they have done. And now this is a point which Yusuf has already alluded to, but uh, not only uh, within their own country, but they are now venturing into obviously extending the support, the kind of research uh, that they have allowed companies, the pharmaceutical companies to basically undertake with regards to vaccination or preparation of vaccination in this country. They are actually now collaborating with other Middle Eastern and North African countries in the region and basically extending the support, both in terms of financials and in terms of uh, obviously uh, support from a health perspective. So this will, will create an, uh, uh, an opportunity for companies in the broader Middle East and North Africa region to come in and obviously set up their companies in, in the UAE uh, itself. So these are some of the three key initiatives, uh, which I believe in my personal opinion, will position UAE uh, at front and center uh, and will attract a lot of business opportunities in next coming months. Um, Yosef, coming back to you, um, as we know, the UAE has a strategic location as a global trading hub. Um, what are some of the trade flow opportunities that companies can take advantage of? So clearly, um, you know, as as businesses and, and corporates look to uh, look to the UAE to establish, um, you know, um, a, a presence here. Um, first and foremost is, of course, the ease of doing business, right? And having um, having dispute resolution mechanisms that work, uh, and uh, a, a business friendly and an investor friendly uh, environment, uh, which creates a seamless atmosphere for for the uh, trading. Uh, and the buying and, and selling of, of goods. Uh, and in addition to that, I think what, what the UAE brings uh, to, 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 the, to the table is of course, a world-class infrastructure. So when you look at the airport facilities, you look at the, the network that uh, an airline like Emirates has, uh, that's phenomenal. And these are enablers for trade. Similarly, when you look at uh, DP World, and, and you look at the, the infrastructure that surrounds the ports, uh, it again is, is world-class and, and, and points to the fact that, you know, the UAE is, is, is truly uh, well-placed in terms of 
uh, intermediating trade uh, and at the same time allowing uh, banks, uh, corporates uh, to come together and to intermediate that trade uh, seamlessly and in an environment that is sustainable and uh, proven uh, from a risk and controls perspective as well. So Yali, your role is as a China-UAE corridor transactor. Now, we've seen the UAE has been positioning itself as China's gateway to the Middle East region. How exactly have you seen this strategy play out? Uh, Thanks, Shannon. Uh, The UAE is the gateway to the Middle East markets and located at the crossroad of Europe and Africa. Each continent reachable within less than six hours of flight time. So the Belt and Road Initiative promoted by the President Xi Jinping is reinforcing the mutual coordination and cooperation between Chinese institutions and companies both in UAE and outside of UAE. Being an international trade and investment hub, UAE has been seen as a strategic point to connect China with the Middle East region and also the rest of the world. Under the direction of uh, Chinese government initiative, both Chinese public and private sectors have set up their MIA headquarters in the Emirates to support their business expansions in this region. We have seen a lot of Chinese enterprises actively participating and investing in the projects in this region, which as a result, UAE is China's biggest export market to the Arab world and the second largest trading partner. On the other hand, in order to facilitate the Chinese company's business development in this region, the big four Chinese banks such as ICBC, Bank of China, Agricultural Bank of China, and the China Construction Bank also set up their regional headquarters in UAE to, to provide banking services and support to their clients. Given the great network city has in this region, we are positioned very well to support our Chinese clients out of UAE in their business in this region via a centralized banking facility to support guarantee or import LC issuances as well as solutions to optimize their working capital and also achieve the risk mitigation in the same time, et cetera. So due to the great relationship with the Chinese corporates, both at HQ and the local level, we had grown our trade Chinese book greatly over years. So we will be continue at our client disposal to contribute to their business growth in this region. Thanks, Yali. Um, It's been a pleasure speaking to all three of you today. Just finally, before we wrap up, um, and I'm going to come to all of you on this question, starting with you, Yali, and then moving on to Zubair and Yusuf. If you could summarize the future of doing business in the UAE in one word or phrase, how would you go about doing that? Yali? Sure. Um, I would say a healthy ecosystem. Excellent. Zubair? I would say uh, best in class infrastructure. Thanks, Zubair. Uh, Yusuf, you have the final word. I would say um, innovation. Well, thank you to all three of you. And I do encourage our listeners um, to go ahead and read the article Doing Business in the UAE, which appears in the GTR Plus MENA 2021 issue. Thank you all for your time.